Hello everybody, good morning. This is your host, Jordan Tremaine, and welcome to the Perspectal Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about lowering your expectations. Cool, so what's up everybody? How's it going? Um, I think I've been on a little bit of a rip lately about... If you think something's good, you should share it. And then really be being like, yo, if you listen to this podcast and you think it's good, you should share it. And I think that's a, I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, but I think it's part of a bigger idea, which I probably do a whole podcast on later called support. Where if you believe in something and you think that is a good thing, or if it benefits you or think it would benefit other people, support it. Even if the thing doesn't directly benefit you, but you think, hey, this is a good type of thing, support it. If your friend's out there doing something positive, support them. If your friend's out there selling candles or something like that, and it's, you know, I don't know, bringing people happiness, having people have comfort because it has, like, you know, nostalgic smells or whatever. Even if you don't, if you're not a candle person, that's your friend. They're doing something positive. They're they're getting themselves together. They're they're practicing organization and talking to people and all that stuff. Go buy a candle. Don't ask for discounts. See, like, can I buy two candles? Where are you going to be at your uh, at your next pop-up shop? Can I shout you on Instagram? Like, support people who you think are doing stuff. Because being consistent and doing stuff, especially when other people around you are not doing the same type of thing, is super difficult. Um, you would be, if you haven't tried already, you would be amazed how difficult it is to overcome even the smallest amount of negative feedback when you're trying to do something new. And if you believe somebody's doing something good, point it out. Put a spotlight on it. And I'm not saying, like, give them a bunch of pressure and say, hey, you, this is going to be great, and you're going to be a millionaire tomorrow, all this stuff, and, like, make them feel like they have all this pressure to be successful. I'm not talking about that. But I'm saying, like, you know, if your friend's an artist or if your friend's starting a business or if your friend's starting a podcast or you you know somebody at work that's doing something, like, hey, you know, how's that thing going? You still You still doing that thing? Is your thing for sale yet? When's your album coming out? Those kind of things are super helpful and super uh, nice for the people who are doing the creating. So um, I make a podcast and I say, if you think this is good, you should support me. You should share it. You should like it. You should uh, have conversations with people. But on the, the bigger thing that I think I'm more passionate about is just whatever you think is good, nurture it. Um, and whether it's inside of you or inside someone else, whether it directly benefits you or you think it's just good for the society, nurture it. If it's, oh, you know, my friend wrote a book and it's a murder mystery book and I'm not really into murder mysteries, but I'm glad she wrote a book, just buy the book, even if you don't read it. Because it's just the whole support thing. If you believe in books, if you believe in writing books, like, meh. Sometimes you get like, oh, well, I'm not going to support because I'm not really into candles or I'm not really into books. Like, if you can support and you think it's a generally good thing, then do that. Anyways, um, welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we talk about cool ideas and try to share interesting perspectives. And today, I think, is going to be a fun, fun one, where um, this is kind of a step further into a podcast I did a little while ago called Double Standards. 
So if you haven't listened to that episode called Double Standards, I would uh, recommend you go listen to that because this is building off of that concept. But if you don't want to, that's up to you. Um, you know, if you want to open books and start them at chapter two instead of chapter one, that's up to you. But um, Double Standards is the long short of it. It's about a method of building integrity and about looking at double standards in a way that gives you less frustration where I would say the very popular way to use the idea of double standards is for me to have low expectations of myself but to have high expectations of other people where um, if I'm in a relationship I expect you to be faithful but it's okay if I cheat if I'm the parent I expect you my child to clean their room but my room is messy um, and that kind of double standard is very frustrating because you're trying to put these controls or these rules on other people but you don't even follow them yourself and I think that's just a path to like frustration and arguments and all that kind of stuff and in the double standards podcast I was explaining that I think it's much better to flip that upside down and look at it from the reverse where I think it's much better to if you think cleaning your room is good, then clean your own room and maybe encourage other people or uh, explain why it's good for other people to clean the room, but don't expect them to, especially if you're not doing it yourself. Have the high expectations for yourself and don't worry so much. Don't have high expectations for the people outside of you that you can't control. And so that's still a double standard because you're expecting one thing of yourself and a different thing of the other person, but um, I think it's uh, more sustainable and more healthy, and then I talked about how that's kind of like a, a way to derive integrity. But today, since now I've given you the cliff notes on chapter one of this story, and we're in chapter two, and chapter two is called, what is this episode called? Uh, lower Your Expectations. Yeah, we're in chapter two. So let's get started with that. So this whole um, double standards thing, I think we're starting at the double standard where I have low expectations for myself. Like, I don't really have to do it, but I have high expectations for other people. But you got to do it. Um, and we're, we're starting there. Then we're taking a step and we're flipping that and we're saying like, okay, I'm going to go from low personal expectations to high personal expectations. And I'm going to lower my expectations for people on the outside. And this is not because I don't believe they can measure up or I think they're too stupid, or whatnot. This is coming more from a place of why am I f basically forcing my expectations on other people in the first place? And maybe some of the frustration I'm going through is because some of this stuff is very, like, I want it to happen, or I expect it to happen, but there's no reason why it should happen. Like, there's no reason why people should drive around with their windows down. But if I expect that and then I get mad at people for not driving with their windows down, that they're not dumb. They're not uh, incapable of rolling their windows up. They just aren't doing that because it's fine. And sometimes we get into these really strange spaces where we're frustrated because we expect other people to do stuff that, I mean, it's, it's, it's not illegal. It's not a matter of law. It's not even a matter of ethics. It's just a matter of our personal preference where I'm saying, like, I'm going to be frustrated because people outside of me are not following my personal preference, and I don't like that. Um, and so that's kind of the 
we're, we're walking down this road. Um, and I think that in terms of building integrity, because I was talking about integrity about is, is having high expectations for yourself, but uh, not holding everyone else to that high standard, focusing on yourself, worrying about you and doing what it do. Um, there's, there's even levels within that where um, I, I think as you, as you look at it more, and this is something that is, I know I'm explaining it in a, in a 20, 30 minute podcast, this is the kind of thing that takes people 10, 20 years to realize or figure out or learn, even if they get told, like straight up. Even if they listen to this podcast, it might take years to click. There's uh, this podcast I did called Thought Soup, where um, a lot of like life lessons and important ideas and concepts, they're not simple. They have nuances, they have depth, they require experience to understand. And just because something somebody has heard something doesn't mean they understand it, doesn't mean they've realized it, doesn't mean they're able to act on it or or perceive it when it happens. They're not necessarily aware of something just because they've heard of it. And so I'm doing this to kind of plant seeds, if you listen to that episode, so that the idea I'm explaining now is kind of a seed planted, and it may grow into something big, and that may take a long time. So um, I hope that it grows into something good for you, but we're talking about expectations, and I want to be upfront to say that sometimes I'll say something that makes a lot of sense, and then you want to go out and actualize it or talk to other people and have other people actualize it and stuff like that. But a lot of the things that are new to you, be it a new idea, a new diet, a new car, like maybe not a new car, but... um they're seeds, and you need to give them time to grow. You need to nurture them. You need to think about them, ponder, wrestle with them, so it gives it a chance to grow into something that's healthy and beautiful and that can produce fruit. But that could take years. And so starting here, planting seeds, and um, I think in terms of integrity, like you are practicing integrity in a more intense and a higher level and a higher level and a higher level as you lower your expectations for other people and increase your expectations for yourself. And there's this whole spectrum because like on the outward expectations, like your expectations for other people, you could be zero or 100 or somewhere in between. between. And on the inner expectations, what you expect from yourself, you could be anywhere from zero to 100. And those those can be at anywhere in relation to each other. So I can expect 50% from the outside, from, I don't know, my dad, and then I can ex expect 75% from myself, which I would say is is kind of leaning towards more integrity because I have a higher expectation. I have the 75 for myself, but the 50 for my dad. But I'm still expecting things from my dad, so I'm still introducing this possibility that I'm just projecting my desires onto my dad and expecting him to live up or to measure up or to know better. And I'm basically setting myself up for frustration. And um, this, I think, is what I'm bringing up. It's, it's diving a little bit deeper into the double standards concept where the amount, it's not necessarily just that you have higher expectations for yourself, but like the specific amount of expectations um, 
can lead you down roads of more or less frustration or more or less utility. And I want to say this outright. It's not bad to have expectations. It's not bad to hold people accountable. And it's it's fine to make agreements with people, say, hey, um, if I do this, can you do that? And they're like, yeah. And then you expect them to do that because they agreed to it. Or um, maybe expect that people will follow laws or to act within some kind of reasonable sphere of human activity. Like I expect that most of my friends won't stab me with a knife. Um, and yes, I do put that expectation on my friends. And I think that's reasonable, but I think this is kind of an argument about managing your expectations and then out of the expectations that you think are reasonable to have of other people and of yourself, then kind of fine tune the intensity of it where how how high is this expectation? What's the priority of this expectation that you're putting on this specific criteria? And is it inner or is it outer? And then past that, like let's say I've picked this criteria of something that bothers me, which is chewing with your mouth open. And that's a criteria. I think it's right to chew with your mouth closed. I think that's kind of a cultural thing for me. Um, and so I chew with my mouth closed. I have a very high expectation of myself, and I chew with my mouth closed, unless, like, the food is burning hot or something like that. Um, or super spicy. I don't know. It's just super hard to eat spicy food with your mouth closed. But um, so I have that expectation of myself, and it's, it's a specific expectation, um, and it's very high for me where I don't do that. Um, and I can have that, like, towards other people, like my dad. I'm just picking on my dad today, uh, where... I still think me, from my moral standpoint, I think chewing with your mouth closed is better. So um, I can still have that sort of expectation, which is not unreasonable. But um, I think it's unreasonable for me to penalize him for it. And it's a very, I don't think I can get a, get away from my desire to have other people chew with their mouths closed, where I think I'm always going to want that. But I don't like chastise people or yell at people for that. Um, and it's not something that... I cause myself a lot of frustration over because there's, it's a low, very, very low priority expectation. I, I've kind of come to this point where I realize I can't get rid of my desire for other people to chew with their mouth closed, but I'm not expecting people to do that in a very high way. It's very like, you know, I would prefer if you didn't do that. If you're going to do that, you know, that's up to you. It's not illegal. It's fine, whatever. Um, and... This I'm calling managing expectations, where you compare, you, you look at how it is on the outside, and you compare it to how it is on the inside, and if you're trying to go for the integrity thing, you try to make it as high as you can on the inside, and then uh, as low as you can on the outside, and why I'm calling this lower your expectations is because I think a lot of times we can focus on the positive points or the things that look more positive where it's like, oh yeah, integrity, have high expectations of yourself, and that's great. Um, but I think part of integrity is having that lower expectation of the other person. And this isn't a lower expectation, like I said before, because they're, they're dumb or they're incapable or you don't trust them or something. This is a lower expectation, like with the chewing with your mouth open thing. Because why do I expect people to chew with their mouth closed? Why, is that th why do I get to control how people eat food? 
in certain cultures, you're, you you eat with your mouth open to show everybody that you're eating and how delicious it is and all that stuff. Yeah, that's not my culture. Um, but in other cultures, people look at me and they're like, man, he should eat with his mouth open because he's being disrespectful by eating with his mouth closed. And so there's all these different things coming in. And by lowering your expectations, I think what we're doing is allowing ourselves to step out of this. I think in, in the past couple of episodes, I've talked in this way. I don't know if everybody's caught it because I don't know if everybody's listened to every episode. But um, where sometimes even just talking with a certain language, even just thinking with a certain set of words, having a certain dialogue or a certain narrative in your head can lead you down certain roads. Like if you get started talking about a conversation in terms of right and wrong, that's that's one whole type of aesthetic for the conversation, right and wrong. And then you start thinking black and right and start trying to put something in the right category or the wrong category. But if you look at it like, um, hey, let's just listen to everybody and see what everybody has to say. That's a totally different conversation, even if it has the same content, because you're not looking at it in terms of right and wrong. You're looking at it in terms of, hey, what, what do we have? And it could be very different by kind of putting on different glasses and looking at how you're formulating things uh, from whatever perspective you're standing in. And what I'm saying here is there's this interesting thing that happens as your expectations for other people go down. As your expectations go down and down and down and down and down, like from 100% down to 75 to 50% to 30% to 20% to 10% to it's so low... I don't really even care. Like, it would be a nice to have, but, like, it's not important to me anymore. This is negligible, this expectation. As you lower your expectations down, and hopefully, like, as they approach zero, I think, um, the way that you look at the situation changes because it stops being about expecting things from other people. When you lower your expectations enough to the point where your expectations are not important they stop being part of the narrative. You stop having that in your mind. You stop having that anxiety about like, man, I wish they would just chew with their mouth closed. It's so easy. You just, mm, 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 instead of, mm, 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 mm. see, it's so easy. I just did it right there. Um, you stop having that, that battle in your head because the expectation is gone. And it leaves you a lot more freedom to do something that I think is a lot more fruitful. And that is get to know the other person, understand the other person for who they are rather than looking at them through the lens of your expectations. And I, I'm not sure how subtle this is or how tricky this is to understand. So like I was saying with the, the planting seeds thing and the thought soup thing, just let this seed get planted if, you know, if it's for you and just think it over. Mull it over. Put some water on it. Let some sunshine get on it. This may take a couple of years. Like, I'm not trying to call you dumb by saying this is going to take a couple of years. Like, a lot of really important concepts take most humans years to understand or to fully grasp or to, oh, that's what my mom was talking about when I was 14. Now that I'm 29 and I've lived some of life, like, oh, that's right. Like, um, I, re I read this meme. It was pretty funny. Where it goes like, you know, now that I'm an adult and I work for my own money and I pay my own bills, I realized 
that my mom was right. We do have food at home. And it was kind of this joke where, like, when you're a little kid, you're like, Mom, let's go to McDonald's. Let's go here. Let's go there. And your mom's always the party pooper, like, no, we got food at home. Because you're not the breadwinner. You don't understand the struggle of getting money, and you already have food. But once you have to go through that, once you give that, that idea, that seed time to grow, once you give that soup time to, like, boil over and marinate and have all the colors come together and stuff, then you can start seeing more of the final product. You can start understanding what's going on. And um, in this term of lowering your expectations, you might have to go through this a couple of times. You might have to see it happen in real life. Um, or it may not be a concept for you. But uh, I do think there's a point. It's kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of like a depth inversion. If you've listened to that podcast, man, I'm just, I'm just making all these connections today. I didn't even expect to do this. I thought it was just going to be for double standards, but I'm just like plugging and playing all these different references to help you guys understand. If you if you've been like with me for a while, listening to all these episodes, I bet you're like. Bam, you know he's so right with the with that connection. Oh, now one right there. Okay, what's going on? What's going on? So this is basically a depth inversion where as you progress into this concept of lowering your expectations and as you do it in real life, the depth that you get into lowering your expectations kind of inverts your perception where because you've lowered your expectations to this point where your expectations are not important and you're not wrestling with them and trying to kind of make it right with the world because you expect this to happen but it's not happening and there's this like internal friction within you because of these outward expectations that aren't being fulfilled by lowering your expectations basically to the point where they don't exist you get to do this really magical thing which is interact with people without expectations and when you interact with people without expectations you get to see who they really are you get to understand who they really are and it's not about through the lens of what you want them to be but more of who they are and this actually i think is what can step us towards building relationships which is interesting because i think people create these expectations of what they want in a relationship and looking at it from the standpoint of the topic of this podcast creating expectations for what you want out of a relationship is basically the way to never have a relationship um, but I, I, I think that to not get too deep into the woods like I was saying personally with me because I'm still, uh, I still have outward expectations of people, especially with the chewing with your mouth closed thing. Oh my gosh, I've been in arguments about that. I didn't even want to be in the argument, but I guess, I guess it was important to you know have an argument about that. Um, and it has it has damaged some relationships. That expectation of mine, but it's still something that exists in me, and I'm bringing this up because. I'm working to lower my expectations, and I'm talking in this podcast as if there's this way to get your expectations down to zero, but I, in, in reality, I think that's more theoretical. I think as you move towards zero, you're going to get more and more of an ability to see people for what they really are, see whatever you're looking at without expectations for more of what it really is. But to actually turn that expectation you have into nothing into zero to dial it all the way down to zero and not expect from somebody else 
that's incredibly difficult. And it's probably impossible to, to like take this two pound block of steel, which is your expectation, and destroy it and, and obliterate every single molecule. Because even if one molecule of steel is left over, there's still some expectation. Even if you like you started at a hundred percent and you went down to point zero 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 one percent expectation. It's a credibly low expectation, but it still exists. And I think it's okay. And it's not something to beat yourself up over to have residual um outward expectations of people. I think focusing on increasing your internal expectations of yourself, um, which kind of helps you with integrity, and then um, uh, trying to minimize the expectations you have of other people. And not to cast them in a certain light or whatever, but to free yourself so that you're able to see what's really in front of you rather than what you want to be in front of you. I think sometimes we set up these uh, these grand illusions. We paint these pictures of what things w should be or what we think they should be, and then we get mad when it's not that. And I think you can avoid that by not painting the picture, by not creating the expectation, or as much as you can, lowering the expectation. As much as you can, avoid painting that picture. Maybe you put a couple brushstrokes down because you're not, you're a human, and, uh, you know, humans. I guess they like to paint, but um, the less that you can paint that picture of what you think it should be, the more you're free to just initially see what it really is and not get all caught up in that cycle of, he's not who I thought he was. Because, you know, a lot of times statements like that come from, it's, it's not really, he's not who I thought he was. It's, I created an image of what I want him to be. And then he never was that. And when I realized that later, I became frustrated. Sometimes this is the people, is the other person feeding you a story or lying to you and all that kind of stuff? That's possible. But you don't control that. What you do control is the rose-tinted glasses that you put on. And I'm saying don't put on rose-tinted glasses. Go find your prescription and put on the glasses that help you see the best. And then look at what's in front of you and deal with what's really there. I think expectations of other people is a type of glasses that blind you from being able to see what's really in front of you. And if I'm getting this point across or if I'm explaining it well at all today, lowering your expectations of other people is something that gives you space to see what's really there. And I think that's the healthiest way to approach any relationship where before I know you, I don't like you don't exist. I don't know anything about you. So why would I put expectations on you? Have I made agreements with you? Should I expect that you're going to pay rent because we've made an agreement or something like that? No, because I don't know you. And the first time I meet you, or in the beginning when I'm getting to know you, or over time when I'm learning new things about you, as much as I can, if I can avoid preconceiving expectations about what should happen, or how you should be, or what's right and what's wrong, if I can step out of that aesthetic and just experience you, then I'm going to actually get to know you. I'm going to actually get to understand what's in front of me. 
And maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, maybe it's left or right, maybe it is for me, maybe it's not for me. But I have an accurate picture of what's going on. I have the right pair of glasses. I'm looking at the book and I can see the words. It's not a bunch of blurry lines because I have a right player glasses on. So um, I want to encourage you to lower your expectations. This is super different than lowering your standards. Um, standards are something that's a different thing. And I think you should have respect in yourself. You should want certain things for yourself. Like you should want safety. You should, like to be around people that are stabbing you with knives or verbally abusing you and stuff. I would call those standards. But I don't expect other people to live up to my standards. I just don't let people pass a certain place unless they pass the standard check. But that's a totally different thing than expectations because I'm saying like, yo, if you want to go to level three, you got to have this standard crossed off, this standard crossed off, this standard crossed off. And I'm like, you don't have to go to level three. Level three is right there. And if you want to go, that's what you got to do. That's how you got to be. But I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, why can't you have this checked off and this checked off and this? That's expectations where I'm like forcing it on somebody. But it's like, do they even want to go to level three? I don't know. That's up to them. If the, My standards are the same personally for me. My standards are the same for everybody. And if you want to you go to a deeper level, you got to satisfy the standards for that level. And I don't expect you to. I would like you to. It'd be cool if, if I could live with people that, you know... Um, satisfy the standards and we could live well um but sometimes my standards are whack and they're off like eating with your mouth closed um and sometimes we need to negotiate it and talk about it and stuff like that but i i by saying lower your expectations i'm not talking about your standards i think you should i think boundaries and standards are a different conversation than expectation boundaries and standards are kind of like protective fences that guard you from outside forces that are trying to attack you and they keep you safe expectations are things you're trying to force people on the outside to do or you're 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 mad because people are not doing and those are different things i want to be very clear about that and i hope i am so in terms of expectations you can see my voice lower because i've i've calmed down um in terms of expectations i think the best way is to not have any but I also don't think that's a real way that anybody can actually live into. But, you know, if I'm writing a textbook, that's the equation I'm going to make. Um, and by lowering your expectations and lowering them and lowering them and lowering them and not trying to force people to live up to some comic book character you've created or some ideal you've created, then you free yourself to see the person for who they are. And it helps you to live a life that makes more sense, that's more grounded, that's not as confusing like you're in a fun house with a bunch of weird mirrors that are making everything look strange because you have a good pair of glasses on and you're looking in a normal mirror and you can see it for what it really is. So this has been the Perspectal Podcast episode on lowering your expectations. I think it's a good one. I think this is worth sharing, but I think the double standard thing, start there and move on to this one or whatever. So if you like these podcasts, start a conversation about them. Share or go try it out. 
go try lowering your expectations and see if this really happens. See if you can experience what I'm talking about, where as you lower your expectations, you get to live into who's really in front of you. You get to see them for who they really are. And I'm not saying like, oh, lower your expectations and everything's going to be beautiful. No, sometimes you lower your expectations and things are ugly because some things are ugly and some things are beautiful. But um, you get to see it for what it really is. And I try to promote as much as I can ideas that lead people more towards reality in this podcast. So if you like it, share it. If it's not for you, leave it on the shelf. But thank you for listening. And um, yeah. I'll get at you next week. All right.